Ask yourself this. Do you lie about who you are when people ask about you? And the thing about being misunderstood is very frustrating. More than I can even imagine. I, I can't even ex express how frustrating it is when the cussing and everything comes from a place of, of, of real. I can't explain what I do without it. The passion comes out of me. It's almost like speaking in tongues. Because when you put that much work, and people go, oh, yeah, there's been this basketball player, this football player, this. Dude, no. No. Everything, everything is work. Everything. And people don't, don't believe it. So when I speak, the motherfucker and the, and the fuck and, and, and the shit and it's, that is what it took for me, what it takes for me. The anger, the passion, the, 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 the jaw-dropping, just, it, it takes that because I'm not that. This is how I look at it, man. What built this guy, let's imagine being in the coldest water you can possibly take. I always go back to Hell Week with this. I hate it the water. Hated it. You're sitting there locked arms and you're in the water all the time. And they're bringing you in and out of the water. In and out of the water. When you have this dialogue in your head, and these people are judging me off of a freaking one minute video, and you're constantly your whole life, when you figure it out 24, that I gotta, I just, I just gotta, this fucking gotta, and this is just gonna suck. Every day is gonna suck. And live like that to be better. And I put it this way, I'm in the water, the water's going over my head, the Pacific Ocean, you know it's freezing. February, cold as shit. Been through three hell weeks. For you to constantly win, 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 when this voice over here, the real you, is saying, get the fuck out of here. Go. You're nobody. You've always been nobody. And it's true. People don't hear that. That's a true voice. That's the real reality of David Goggins at 24 years old. It's not a false reality. And then you had to create another voice over here that is saying you're better than that other voice. And you're in the freezing cold water that both voices don't want to fucking be in. But you win. And goes from the water to the studying, to the running, to losing weight, to how you eat, to how you function as a man. Every day of your life, you're winning these battles. And then I have normal people who only have one voice. They never created the second voice. The winning voice is the second voice. They have a, one voice. And that's just, I'm a piece of shit. And that's all they hear. And then they judge people like me who are out here trying to be better. It's something that I can never really, it's a frustrating thing for me. Cause I know, I know the majority of people. I know what goes on in the brain cause I studied the mind more than almost more than you. Cause I wasn't, I'm a practitioner. So for you to be a piece of shit and come out of that, you don't just come out of it. You spend decades 
studying your mind and the human mind on how it functions in good environments, bad environments, stressful environments, patient environment. You studied all because you had to put all this together to create the mind to become successful. So I had to, it was like, God bless me with this brain. I had to create a mind. And so in doing so, I figured out every piece of shit human being in the world because that's what I was going off of for myself. So I know why you go on Instagram. I know why you, because you just have the time. You have the time because you don't want to put that time into bettering oneself. So I know why I'm misunderstood. I'm misunderstood by people who have plenty of time on their hands to misunderstand me because they are exactly where I once was, which is a low-life, lazy piece of shit. And it's the harsh reality of people who troll you, who go after you. They have nothing better to do with their lives. It's not some after-school special. It's the truth by once was that way. I know where it all comes from. That's why it's frustrating me now because I'm not so frustrated at the fact that I'm being trolled. I'm frustrated by the fact that you don't have the courage, the courage to try to be somebody better than what you're not. And that's the frustrating part. It's interesting because earlier we were talking about relationships mm -hmm. and you said in a very candid way, and I really appreciate you sharing that, that you make sure that the people close to you, your family has everything they need. Right. And that they also understand that you're going to take what you need to continue to build you. Right. Period. Period. In some ways, it seems you've also included the general public in that family. Mm -hmm. You're saying, listen, I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to give you as much of myself as I can, except I'm going to stop right at the line That's right. that if I were to cross it is going to prevent me from continuing to build myself. And by the way, this relationship only exists because I don't cross that line. That's right. And I think as much as there are detractors out there, people that try, uh -huh. right? I mean, it's pretty, whatever they're doing is pretty feeble in my mind. I mean, it's like cap gun fire, you know, yes. if, if that. Very feeble. You know, so many of us, men and women, old and young, hear something and feel something in your message. Well, like, yeah, like it seems kind of crazy. Gosh, like, doesn't he ever just relax? You know, what about his sleep? You know, yep, the, you know the, look at his feet. He's going to he's gonna injure himself. I've heard, listen, I'll be very direct. I got friends who are in the teams who just go, yeah, what's he going to do when he can't run? And I know the answer is keep running. That's right. Right. But it's more comfortable for people, mm -hmm. even high achievers. Especially to, high achievers. To believe that if you took one thing away, that it would all go away. It's absolutely clear that's not the case with you. I'm 100% convinced. I just know that because what we're talking about is, Yes. You know how many times I haven't been able to run? Two heart surgeries, multiple knee surgeries. And after every knee surgery, they say you're not going to run again. And I'm fine with that. There's no running up here, bro. None. This was what it was all about. That's what they lost. What if you can't run? Give a fuck. It was never about running. Why do you think I run? It's the worst thing. I, I hate doing it more than anything. Hence the willpower. Right. Your anterior mid-cingulate cortex Hence would, the willpower. Be, would start to regress if you loved running. Think about it. Every day I wake up, I don't just run a mile, two miles. 
it's the one thing I hate the most to do, and I do it like I love it. 250, 60, 70, 300 mile runs at one time, no sleep. And every step, when I get to the, think about this, I get to the fucking start line, cussing at Jennifer. Why the fuck am I here? I hate this shit. After 70 some hours of running, every fucking question I ever had is answered. Every question I had is answered. I cap success. I don't, people go, we mean you cap success. For me to be who I am, so when I go smoke jump, I smoke jump three to four months out of the year, sometimes five. Could you, just for those that aren't uh, educated about, uh, just like give us a brief description of what smoke jumping entails? So basically, you, you jump into fires, not into them, but you jump by fires that people can't get to. So out of planes and helicopters. Right, out of planes, fast like parachute. Yeah. It's, it's all parachuting. Mm -hmm. So you parachute out of airplanes and then you fight the fire. You and sometimes four other guys or maybe eight other guys, guys and gals, and you're putting this fire out. So I lose millions of dollars every summer to do this. It blows people's minds. Why the hell are you doing this? And you're breathing soot. I'm breathing soot, knees are jacked up, hitting the ground, hurting, whatever. Talking to normal people, they'll never get it, so I don't even explain it to them. But this is why this is why I call it cap success. I'm talking financial success. For me to continue having that willpower, the second I just become a speaking monkey and travel around and speaking gigs 12 months out of the year, put camps on, do this, put on lectures, get supplement lines and do this and write more books and shit. I've ruined the exact thing I worked on my entire life. And while I didn't know it until the day, but something always told me, this is a very, very, very perishable skill, this, this willpower that you have, because I do have a willpower that I have never seen in anybody in my life. It is a haunting force that just keeps me going. And I know that that is my strength. If you have that, so that's worth every dime I've ever made in my life is the fact that I can look a man in the eye finally and have a real conversation without going like this because I'm lying or I'm a piece of shit or I know, you know how a person and so many people do this shit. They're talking to you on who they want to be. They're lying to you and they walk away. I've done it so many times. You walk away like, God, man, why can't I just tell him the truth? Why the hell can I just tell him the truth? You know how good it feels for me now to look at you in your eye and every man a man I see? Because women won't get this. Women will not get this. Man to man, that man shit. When you look another man in the eye and you know that everything you're fucking saying is real and it comes from a real working place, something that you earned. It's the best feeling in the world. You can say that actually happened. Yes. Like I know with certainty what I'm saying actually happened. Actually happened. Who I am and who I say I am I am. No more lies. No more skirting the truth. No more bullshit. And that is worth every dime I've ever made in my life. And I, as I swear to God on that, every dime I've ever made in my life, building who I built, so I cap success because I know that if I ever 
go 12 months out of the year and don't put several every day. I'm going at it, but several months out of the year, I go right back to ground zero, which means I'm just fucking David Goggins. No Goggins, no carry boats, fucking logs, bullshit. It's just pick up that fucking Pulaski and dig. Hey, get that fucking pump, walk down a mile, put it in the fucking water, mosquitoes beating. You're just David Goggins. You're nobody. Because that's where my growth is. That's where my willpower comes from. And that's where it stays. That's why I talk to you now. And, and can I talk like this, dude? People don't talk with this kind of passion because it, it, it ain't there. It ain't there. They're, they're regurgitating some shit from 30 fucking years ago. I'm regurgitating shit from an hour ago. Hour ago. Come on, man. It's just be real. And I can't be on these podcasts. I can't talk to anybody without being real. I'll go away. I'll just go away. Because I, I, I can't give you what I want to give you. You said perishable skill. I think that's another word, set of words I want to highlight. Because skill implies behavior. And when we were just talking a second ago about the deep, true bedrock sense of confidence that comes from looking someone in the eye and telling somebody something that you absolutely know it's true because it happened. You're talking about actions, You're not talking about perceptions. You're not talking about what you believe happened. You know it happened. And there's something really concrete about actions. I mean, that's what's so interesting is we're talking about the mind, but actions are the manifestation of the mind. And I and the stuff that just stays in here, people die with that. It doesn't go anywhere. I, I long ago, somebody said, you know, I forget what the context was. It was a neuroscientist. He said, you know, most emotions, like, they're just emotions. They're just in there. Like, you don't have to do anything with them. Mm -hmm. And I think certain emotions you want to do something with. Right. But I think people forget this. They feel miserable, like they're going to dissolve into a puddle of their own tears. No one ever died from an emotion. Right. But they feel like they overwhelm us as if it's a tidal wave. It's going to pull us under and drown us. It's so interesting to me because... I think what people, listen, you have a gravitational pull. People can feel the energy. I think, yes, you're either completely badly or partially understood. There's only one guy on the planet that truly understands you. I think there's one woman, Jennifer, who probably understands you as much as anyone's going to. And then the rest of us are kind of grasping, trying to figure it out. Right. But you're saying go inward. Mm -hmm. So first go inward mm -hmm. and then it's actions. Inward and actions. Now, the inward piece is something I'd like to just spend a little bit of time on mm -hmm. because there are a couple of characters from history, people that were in concentration camps. Nelson Mandela. I mean, I'm not sure he had Instagram in there. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Right. And I don't think there was anyone coaching him on like, hey, you're going to get out someday and actually you're going to lead an entire country. I'm pretty sure that's not how it worked. Mm -hmm. He had to find it here. Mm -hmm. He had to find it between his ears. Right. And there are other examples, but that's an important one. So the process of going inward, does it for you, and here I will ask for suggestions, because I think people want, there are those of us who want to build this skill. Right. Wall yourself off, mm -hmm. phone off yep. for big portions of the day, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Texting off, the, the requests, the this, the that. Anyone that knows you knows that I, we've communicated a few texts, but most of it comes through a filter. She's great. She knows you, you know, and she knows how to protect your time. And that hurts people's feelings. People yeah. get mad about that. Uh, hey, God bless. God bless you, Jennifer, you know. 
cutting oneself off when you're in there, you say, it's just you. And the voices that come up are not pleasant. And then at some point it converts to action. Okay. How much, what is the process of picking the action? That's the piece that I feel like we, there's like a, a, a bridge to build here. If you can, if you would. So the action be like, like, so like what's next? Yeah. That so what, like be, when you go, go to sleep at night, when that happens, you know what you're going to do the next day? It's pre-planned? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, okay. it's always the same thing. You're not building it on the fly. No, nothing's okay. on the fly. Nothing. So how it works internally for me is I'm, I, I put it exactly how it is. I'm an artist. And every day I'm putting, I'm, I'm painting Mona Lisa. Every day. And, but it's a different one. It's not the same painting. So every day I wake up, even though I do the same thing, it takes a different way to get there. So every day in my mind, I'm going through my mind, I'm just like, and a good painter will not just paint. He needs to create. And you can't create with phones and everything going around you. So you got to block yourself off. You only do two podcasts in a year. You block yourself off and you're, and you're painting this thing inside and you're going through all these different colors of paint and everything else. And you can only figure out the right painting if you spend the correct amount of time in your brain. So every single day, I'm literally going with my mind and I'm painting, I'm creating this, this masterpiece. And the masterpiece is always myself. And, but to do that, you cannot have any distractions. Because if you're talking to an artist and he's trying to think about the next painting, he, he can't. It's impossible to listen to you and listen to what your mind and body are telling you we must do. People don't do enough of. They don't do any of it. You're, they don't have passion. They, they lack passion, drive, determination because you haven't spent time with yourself. Your mind will tell you what is next. But you haven't spent the time to go, all right, let me just figure this out. You're looking for, let me Google this and let me Google that and let me, you're not gonna find it there because there's billions of people in this world and they're all supposed to be individuals. But we have a pack mentality. That's why you're so fucking lost. Why am I so unique? I'm being exactly what the fuck I was supposed to be. I didn't follow shit. And when I did follow shit, I was like everybody else. The second I said, okay, man, hang on, dude. You don't like this. You don't like this. You don't like this. Who are you, David Goggins? Who are you supposed to be? Miraculously, all these things just, uh, I, I couldn't even, the, the list of shit I had to do just wham. It's like, fuck, okay. Wow. Once you sit down with yourself and say, okay, I don't want to be like Michael Jordan or Jim Brown. They both were on my birthday, so I, I looked at their birthday. It's like, oh, my, maybe I can be one of these. I can't. I'm going to be David fucking Goggins. And that looks like this. It just came. Everything flooded. So every single day of my life, there's a different thing that comes up that I have to do but no one knows what to do because everybody else is following steps. Like the Republican and Democratic parties. I'm not political. Neither am I. At all, for this reason. Republicans are gonna vote Republican. 
Democrats are going to vote Democrat. You're not even a human fucking being, bro. No way all you fuckers agree with all the same fucking shit. And I know I don't. So once you figure out yourself and who you are, all the answers come. So every night, a different painting is being painted. And it's a beautiful painting for myself. I'm like, okay, that's, that's it. It may look the same to most motherfuckers, but the end result is very fucking different. That's why my lounge, I, if you look at what I've done in 49 years, it's more than most people ever do in their life because they were a race car driver. And that's what they did. They drove a fucking car. It's great. I was all kind of shit because that's exactly what the painting was saying to do. It's what the mind was saying to do. When I'm saying just drive a car to them, that race car driver, I don't know what the fuck to do. He, he, he retires from being a race car driver and they're lost. People go, how, how are you still? I don't get it. Dude, you're never going to fill your list, but you never found your list because it never was presented in front of you because your head was cluttered with shit because you never just stopped for lots of minutes, lots of years, and just said, all right, it's me and you. Let it go. And it just, bam, it's right there. It's right there. And this wraps up today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you felt moved by today's episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe for future episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.